Welcome everybody back to Friar Talk. It's been a little bit since we've recorded, since we've went live, probably like a week and a half. Um, had a little bit of a hiatus, but I mean, as you as you all know, the the pottery season has not gone to to what the expectations were, and so I, I don't know if we were we were not recording because we were discouraged, but we were just not super excited to talk about Padres baseball. Um, now we're coming off of three straight wins this right now, um, but. If you guys look at the title, it's, hey, Potters have won three straight games. Do not get your hopes up. We, we've seen this before. The fourth day is uh, is the rough one for this team. They can't they can't seem to win four in a row. So um, we'll talk about today just kind of where this team's at, kind of the future of this team, kind of do an overall assessment of it. We'll probably get back into recording some stuff. I think, I think the plan is to talk a little bit more about the overall MLB. I think that's what – Chase Isaac and I all want to talk a little bit more about. I mean, the Orioles are a super exciting team, so we'll probably get more into that as kind of the the MLB season goes along. I, I think the plan also is to continue to record on Sunday, um, probably Sunday mornings uh, with football starting up, and we'll do our little Sunday morning stream where we'll talk about the NFL, talk about a little bit about the Padres, but kind of do a half and half. But that was we did that a couple years back, and that was super fun to do, and we just kind of got to just kind of talk about whatever. So we'll probably get back to that as well, but. In terms of the Padres, um, it's you know we haven't been talking about it for quite some time. I think there was some Juan Soto rumors about him coming back. Those kind of resurfaced today about an extension being on the horizon. Um, there's been questions about if they have money to spend. If they're if Juan Soto is not an option now with the Xander Bogart signing, or obviously our our last video I think it was like eight days ago, maybe nine days ago, was about Xander Bogarts and just like hey, this is looking like a disaster of a contract. Um, He's hit a couple home runs. He's had, he had what, three hits today, but it still feels the same way. It's not like that's changed over just like this last week. So I think it's it's typically the same stuff that we've talked about. Um, I also do want to bring up something that I, I don't know if a lot of people are really talking about this in the Padres realm, but this is year nine of A.J. Preller. And this is the ninth year where at the end of the season, the Padres have three, three comparable – like competent starters three of them they have not had four plus ever ever right now it's rich hill and like you're throwing kind of a bullpen day like it's it's not it's not great so that's something i don't think it's talked about enough is like hey we're in year nine and they haven't been able to put six seven starters in a rotation the only time they did was when mckenzie gore was on this team at the beginning of 2022 and that was the Padres' best stretch you look at good teams, they're able to call up starters that are going to be future starters in the league, whether like they're kind of knocking on the door or whatever that is. Like McKenzie Gore was, you look at the Braves, the Dodgers, and the NL, they're really good at doing that. The Potters have not been able to do that. And I and, and I think that maybe the overall offensive, like just like the offense not performing kind of like over like uh, like th- that discussion is talked about more. But in terms of like something that's happened nine years of the A.J. Preller tenure, that's been one of the biggest things I don't think is getting talked about. So what are you guys feeling right now about this team? What are you kind of looking at in terms of one that that starting pitching kind of like idea that I brought up that like, Hey, they've not had more than three starters to close the year ever. Um, and, and how are you feeling about the future of this team? Cause I feel like, yes, the Potters are technically five and a half back. And like they are, I guess they're back into the wild card mix if you want to say that, but they need to go like 20 and five or something absurd to, to, to make it in. Um, so I don't want to even bring that up until, until they're close to 500, but what are you guys feeling about this team? What are you feeling about the future? Cause 
I think it's looking pretty grim right now. So uh, me and my uncle were just talking about this yesterday. We are talking about the playoff race and everything. And it was one of those things where it's like, okay, well, the Padres aren't statistically eliminated from playoffs, but they almost might as well be. Like they had a 0% chance of winning the NL West. And then I think it was about a 1% chance of getting a playoff card, just making the playoffs. It's not looking good. I mean, like you said, you're going to have to go 20 and 20 something and five. It's, well, chances are very, very, very slim. Uh, they're starting to show more life, but it, hey, guess what? You're kind of showing life a little too late. It's had this much fight in you. I don't know. We've been saying this for like a few months now, but hell, maybe you showed this fight two weeks ago. You guys might still have a chance at making playoffs, but right now it's like, cool. You guys are winning games now, but we kind of want you to tank so we get a higher pick and that the because what's the we're over the luxury tax, and if we're not a top six pick, we have to drop down what ten picks. So you might as well just throw just so you can get a top six pick and not have to. Drop down ten picks. I mean, it's just—I don't get this team, dude. Why are they showing so much fight at the end when basically the season's over? What was this fight before when the season actually mattered? Yeah, um, it, it's 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 really weird because all of August they're one of the worst teams in baseball, and you know they're losing games to the Marlins, they're losing games to all these competitors that. Uh, that are in it with them in the wild card race, and um, they play themselves. It feels like out of the wild card race, a few like last week or two weeks ago, um, they played themselves out of the wild card race. But here they are, five and a half games back. And um, you know, to be quite honest, I think of all the teams that are competing for that last wild card spot, I would give it to the Reds. They have a easy uh, easy schedule. Um, the Diamondbacks have it tough. The Giants have it a little tough. Um, the Reds, I think, have the easiest schedule from here on out between the teams playing against each other or the teams competing for that last spot. Um, but I don't think we have a chance. We'd have to go – there's 24 games left. We'd have to go 20 and 4 to get to 85 wins. I don't think you need 85 wins to get that last spot, probably 82 or 83, but realistically then you still have to go 18 and 6 or some sort, something like that. So – um, that just doesn't seem very do- doable to me considering the next 10 games or nine games are against the Phillies, Astros, and the Dodgers. Um, all, all season, though, I had been saying if the Padres can go into September 15th, if on September 15th they're two or three games back, then I'm hopeful because they play easy teams. But they haven't shown the ability to beat those easy teams. But if we're going based off strength of schedule and the talent they will be playing, on paper, and realistically, they should be able to do it. But throughout the season, like even against these easy teams, they haven't been able to do it. So logically, from what we've seen, we can still say, even if they're two or three games back, let's not count on them being able to actually finally be a clutch baseball team and get hot going into October. Um, but, you know, realistically, a, a three-game three win streak in – early September while you're eight and a half games back or seven and a half games back to start the series. It's too late. It, it, it's, it's too late. You lost 
too many series that were winnable series. You lost series against the Reds. You've lost series against the the Cardinals, the the Marlins, teams that you should be beating with the guys that you have on your team. And um, the best thing we can – I mean, really, we went from contender at, at the start of the year to having to play spoiler at the end of the year. So that's all we can really do. We can just play spoiler. Um, we play the Giants another three more times at the end of the season, so maybe we'll have to spoil their season or something like that. But, um, you know, it's it's – I feel like the results of what the Padres are, are putting on the field right now is kind of clouding the hope for next year. I do think next year will be better. Whatever comes after that, I'm not entirely sure. Um, but next year, I do expect it to be better just because I do expect Fernando to be over a 850 or he's at a 784 OPS right now. I do expect him to be over an 850 OPS. I expect the same from, from Manny. I expect Xander to hopefully bounce. I don't expect Xander to bounce back, but um at least like a 775 ops would be great for him um kim is being better we have him for another year hopefully jake bounces back like the only reason i think next year will be better is because there's a chance that all these guys bounce back and we get an extra you know few wins out of it um but the pitching isn't very hopeful either you darvish is getting older and already got injured this year we might lose blake snell joe musgrove is uh, dealing with a shoulder injury this year, so I don't know, man. It's 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 bleak as far as pitching goes, but hitting wise, I'm I'm hopeful these guys can bounce back. But um, yeah, as far as this year goes, five and a half back. Go ahead and and get into that it, it, on September fifteenth. If you're two games back, I'm excited. I'm happy. If not, it's over, and it feels over already. It's already over. It basically feels that way. Mathematically, it's not, but from what we've seen this year, all throughout this year, we know that they've won three in a row. And what's been bothering them the whole year is that every time they win three in a row, their worst pitcher pitches the next day. So what a coincidence that the Padres win three in a row and Rich Hill's pitching tomorrow. Yeah, I'm not too excited about that. Um, I'll get I'll get into real quick, just like kind of where they're at playoff-wise. So yeah, five and a half back. Isaac, you brought up September fifteenth, and and I've been talking about it. I said I think it was I think it's September seventh. It's after what is? I, I think that's Thursday, September seventh. If you're three games back, you, you're in the thick of it, right? Right now, technically, the Potters are five and a half games back. Do I feel confident? No, I I don't feel confident. However, if they were to sweep the Phillies. Then it gets a little bit interesting. No, no, I'm just saying. But then technically, it gets a little bit interesting. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to put this on. I already said, guys. I'm not gonna be positive about this because if I'm positive about it, it's so far that has not worked. All right. I said that we we suck. I, I mean, I guess I also tried that, and we and we still sucked anyway. So it doesn't really matter. But either way, like that is just the reality of the situation. If you sweep the Phillies, you are you are potentially three and a half back. That's that's kind of crazy to say, but either way, like I'm not, I'm not necessarily going and going to go deep into that until it happens. Until I see that happen, I don't want to talk too much about the Padres being in the in the in a playoff like contending spot, just because I don't think that's being realistic. And and I and I try to be realistic with the team, and I feel like we always, we I feel like we do a pretty good job of doing that. Hey, like this team's falling apart. This is the problems. Hey, these are the good part. Like I, I feel like we try to judge them pretty fairly without being like biased and i think that i I don't want to change that you know so that's the side of the playoff realm i don't want to get too deep into it because i don't think they're really in it 
Now, when you look at the future, Isaac, you bring up, hey, I think a lot of these guys are going to bounce back. I think there's a lot of be a good, going to be a lot of good things. The pitching might not be as good because Blake Snell's leaving. Um, Michael Waka's probably going to be back, I would guess, just based on the way his option works. And maybe he, they don't come to agreement and they meet somewhere in the middle. I still think he'll probably be back. Um, Seth Lugo, he could very well, well likely get like a two, three million dollar raise, four million dollar raise, and they bring him back. Um, Blake Snell. Potentially he's there, potentially he's not. Not quite sure how that's going to work out. I, I think the pitching will be similar to what it was this year. Now, I want to put this out there. I am not going to feel confident in the 2024 Padres if A.J. Peller's running the show. Now, when we go over this team, when we go over this roster, we will definitely look into it deeper of like, what does the depth look like? Because we did not do a good job of that before this year started. We looked at it and we were like, hey, like this team looks awesome. We added Xander Bogarts and Fernando Tatis to the lineup. Look what they did last year. And didn't really look at like, hey, this is going to be the worst DH first base lineup in the league. Like those, Offensively, those are going to be the two worst spots in the league. I think we need to look at that. Um, and I did see that Devin asked about Colonel Ward's injury. I, I mean, part of me kind of wonders, like, how legitimate is that? Like, is that just like a, hey, you've sucked this year. Let's just sweep it under the rug and you come back next year as a utility guy. Maybe not. Maybe it isn't. I don't want to get into that. I don't really know, of course. But we don't know. I mean, he's had a bad year. So I think when I look at this team, I think my all of my expectations are going to be very tempered going into next year because I don't really want to go in and be like and, – and we were talking about this too, us three. We're like – we don't want to go into next year being like, oh, yeah, yeah, this team is going to be a playoff team. Like, we're super pumped. We're super excited for that. Of course, we want them to. We're going to root for them. We're going to be excited. But it's not good to come in with, like, these expectations through the roof and then be super disappointed. Like, I'd rather have realistic expectations. So I'm going to do that. And it seems like AJ Piller is going to be back, which to me makes absolutely no sense. Like, we're nine years in, and it's been the same same deal every single year. Um, besides one year where you – come in 80 was it 88 89 wins and you make the playoffs and you get a little lucky in a couple series i want to say lucky because like it is important but like you only really had a true playoff berth where you had a chance one time because everyone wants to bring up 2020 guys 2020 they had no shot they had no pitchers they had no chris paddock was your your opening day playoff pitcher like come on let's be realistic that's you're not gonna win you're not gonna go far with chris paddock as your one so I think that's a big thing when you look into this. I, I hope that, and I, I do believe that Manny's going to have a better year next year. Fernando's going to have a better year. If Juan Soto's back, he's going to potentially have a better year because he was bad early on in the season. For for his standards, he was bad, and he got better. Um, Xander Bogarts, his his numbers have been, oh my God, almost identical to Eric Cosmer in his first year in, in San Diego. Pretty, pretty fucking terrifying, if you ask me, but you hope that those improve, you know? So I I think that like, yeah, you want to hope that, but what's it going to be this year? Is it going to be, Oh, you know, we only have three pitchers again, like 2021 where it was really bad. And I know that hasn't been as bad this year, but that's only because the team was dead in the water too early on. That's why it's not getting talked about enough where Rich Hill's your four starter right now. So I am, I'm, I am worried about it. All the big contracts are, they're looking really scary. I would say outside of Manny's, I'm not worried about Manny's contract. I, that's like the only one though. Manny and Tatis is like 
outside of those guys' contracts, I'm not super worried. Everyone else, it's like, this might be really bad. And if in six years we're watching Xander Bogarts play a second base DH platoon hitting 250 with a 380 slugging, we're going to be like, what the hell was the idea behind that? And that could very well happen. That could very well happen if we're being realistic. So I'm, I'm more focused on like the future of this team to see like what they do. I think they can clean it up. I think they have a lot of talent. I think they're way better than the teams that we grew up with. But the future of this team is still very scary. You have some prospect capital. You have some positive things. But it's definitely, it's definitely something to be concerned about moving forward. 100%. I mean, yeah, and like you were saying, the depth is something that you definitely need to look at. Um, at least when you look at it this year, there's a lot of minor leaguers that have made a really big push that they look like they could be on the cusp with them being called up within the next couple of years, and that's one of the bright spots of the Padres' future. I mean, you look at we've had some really good uh, pitchers starting to come up. We've had some pretty good hitters, specifically outfielders, looking like they can actually rip the ball up to – just hit in general. Um, Contract-wise, it's starting to look like we need some of these cheap contracts to come up. I don't know how many more superstars we can pay and be a feasible team. I mean, you look at it and uh, that was weird. Anyways, uh, I'm starting to look at it and you look at the payroll and you're looking at it and you go, hmm, damn, if we really wanted to fill out some spots just for depth, we're looking at the bottom of the barrel because that's maybe all we can afford if we add one more superstar contract to this team. It's not looking good. I mean, you have Darvish. He's on a decent contract, but he's getting older. You have Musgrove tied up. And then you got Nick Martinez if he doesn't opt out, which you probably won't because he didn't do good this year. And are we considering him a starter? Because realistically, I don't want him starting. I'd much rather only have to deal with an inning of him if I had to deal with him at all. Michael Walker and Seth Lugo are potentials, but we saw both of them get hurt for an extended period of time, and that's not reliable throughout the entire year. And so then you look at the depth again in the minor leagues. Pedro Avila has come up and done really well. Hopefully he can fight for a spot next year. And then you have Snell, who is going to get a bag. Like, there's no other way around it. Snell is going to get a bag because he quite possibly will win the Cy Young for the NL. And then where do you, where do you go from there? <laughs> Isn't that awesome? Blake Snell's going to win a Cy Young. I mean, any year that we're not contending, it's uh, someone okay. Someone can say we're still contending. Five, five and a half games out. Early September for this team to me is not contending. If they make the playoffs, pff, wow! I mean, what a what a miracle! That'll be the biggest miracle in San Diego sports history, maybe. Because I mean, seven and a half games back to start the start the the last month is not something that's a uh, ideal. But let's talk about let's talk about Sander Bogarts real quick. Yesterday I was at the game, and uh, you know, me and my dad. We're, we were drinking, and uh, for some reason, we both, my dad goes, you know, hey, screw it. Let's boo Xander Bogarts. And I was like, all right, <laughs> you know, whatever. I don't, I'm not that kind of fan. I don't like being that kind of fan, but 
I just agreed because I thought it'd be pretty funny, you know. Nonetheless, we we booze and Bogarts when he comes up to bat. People are looking at us funny, you know, and I'm like, I knew that happened, but it's cool. And he goes deep. <laughs> it was so funny, man. I look at my dad like, what the heck? Of course he does that right now. And then people started looking at us, and I'm like, like I don't care. I mean, I want him to go deep. I, I hope he does that more. And then later in the game, um, he made an error. And of course, you know, like I said, my dad and I, we were drinking. And so my dad, you know, starts yelling out, you know, give us back your contract, this, this, and that. And uh, one of the guys in front of us turns around to us and goes, he's one of our best hitters. To that dude, if you're watching, he's not one of our best hitters. He's one of our worst hitters. The only reason people think he is one of our best hitters is because they're probably going based off his batting average, which is what, like 265? Something. <laughs> What's his batting average? Around 265, right? And that's around where Fernando is, stuff like that. But realistically, 265 with like a single, then another single, maybe in between 10 singles, he has like a home run or a double. It's just, it's just, it's not productive for what the Padres need right now. From a guy that hit 20, 20 plus home runs last year and put up a six war. Um, I hate to bash Xander Bogarts. I actually, when we signed him, I was really excited. I actually really liked, like, I really liked Xander Bogarts on the Red Sox. I thought he was super cool, but um, I just thought it was so funny after booing him. He goes deep and then he goes four for four today. I mean, hey, congratulations. Um, hopefully he keeps us up the rest of the month because. For some weird reason, the Padres still have this outside chance at making the playoffs. It's a 1.8% on fan graphs. And um, in order to get that up, you're going to need to have your four superstars playing like superstars, um, which hasn't been the case all season. It's it's funny because, you know, uh, coming up to the season, we have been saying when all four are hot at the same time, they're going to be an unbeatable team. I cannot recall a single point in the season where they've all been hot at the same time. It's actually more so that one is really hot and the other three are really cold. Um, but coming off a three-game a three-game win streak, you got Rich Hill pitching tomorrow against the Phillies. Quite possibly the most annoying team in baseball to play outside of the Braves because if you're up by three, they'd smack a three-run home run. You smack a three-run home run, they're smacking a grand slam. Quite arguably the most annoying team outside of the Braves. The Angels know it. The Angels had to suffer firsthand because I would be watching those games and I'd see a home run from the Angels, a home run from the Phillies. They'd go back to back. They'd go at each other. But that's been the whole thing with the Phillies. Ever since they started going on their hot streak uh, back a few months ago, ever since they started showing why they're contenders, they've just been that annoying team, the team that I wish the Padres were, that we thought the Padres were going to be. Um so you got Rich Hill pitching against that team tomorrow. Next day, you got Pedro Avila, and Pedro Avila's had some really good outings this year. Last one was pretty rough, I believe, but um, he's had some really good outings this year. You're going to hope he can give you five quality innings. Um, next day, I think you have Michael Walker. So, of course, you're feeling better about Michael Walker. Um, did you all hear Pomeranz is on a rehab assignment? I mean, sorry, Diego, but I don't think we're ever going to see Drew, Drew Pomeranz again. Um, but, you know, it's a, it's a really tough situation for the Padres right now. I mean, did, did the Dodgers win today by any chance? They won today? So they lost their series 3-1 against the Braves. They got spanked, to be realistic, which 
I don't think it's like it's an end all be all for the Dodgers. I think they can beat the Braves, but um, the Dodgers got really, really hot in August. And and the problem that with the Dodgers is that have you guys noticed always get really hot. all even all throughout the year they're always hot, but they always get really, really hot in August and September, and then they lose like the last two series in September, and then they go into October as one of the coldest teams in baseball or one of the colder playoff teams in baseball. And then they lose. I mean, that's that's what I think will be the theme this year again. I, I I hope at least, but there's no point in rooting heavily against the Dodgers when my Padres can't even win. So um yeah, I mean five and a half games back right now in what day is it? What's it? it's third? You have 28 days left, about 29, something like that. So uh you got time. You've had time for a long time to be able to do it, but five and a half back right now with only 24 games left it's not um something that you're proud of not at all <laughs> not at all um i think it's interesting like you you bring up xander bogarts about being kind of excited about him coming in and also isaac side note booing xander bogarts I, I think a lot of i think a lot of fans hate they hate the idea that like you shouldn't boo a player yeah if we're booing a dude that makes $25 million a year for like 11 years because he sucks because he's not playing good because where is it up here? And I'm not necessarily advocating for this, but let's be realistic. And Myers Profar platoon is about what well, Xander Bogarts has done yeah. offensively. Mm-hmm. That's about what he's done offensively. So if we're looking at it, we're like, hey, this is where he's at. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's a reason to boo. So I, I don't have a problem with fans booing. Thanks, bro. I really, I've never really understood that. Like, <laughs> why are you upset? You Do you really think it affects these guys that much that if they get booed? No. They're fine. They're going They're going home. They're going to their their sick-ass loft in, in Coronado or downtown or whatever it is. They're living a great life. Like, Let's not act like it's like a horrible like lifestyle that they're like having to endure. This isn't like 1940 where baseball players it's like their side job, you know, like it's not like that anymore. So I've never really understood that. I think it's a little bit different in like college sports and like if it's like a running back, right? It's like obviously we all know that running backs in the NFL, like it's not really the greatest lifestyle that you have. Like, but if you're a baseball player, come on, come on. So I think that's one thing to bring on, bring up. But like, if we're looking at kind of the playoffs and and stuff like that for for other teams, the Philly dude. I mean, we're about to watch the series against the Phillies coming up. I, I think the Phillies are they're as hot as anyone. They have as much of a chance as anyone in the NL. Same as last year, like we saw that last season. Um, so I am I'm excited for that. Um, I think the Braves are are the juggernaut of the NL. I, th- I think that I think that the Braves are going to come away with it. They are a really, really good team. Um, I don't have that much faith in the other wild card teams outside of the Phillies. Um, not really that much in the in the Central either. Like, do we have? I, I yeah. think the Brewers or the Cubs are going to win it. Like, both those teams are going to probably be in the playoffs. Not that great. Um, it's probably going to come down to to Dodgers, Braves, and the NL. And the Braves have been the better team when those two teams have matched up. So I think that's that's where I'm going in 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 the NL. I think if I'm looking at it from the AL, the AL is way more fun to watch. 
way more fun to watch. I'm going to be rooting for the Orioles. I like their young core. I It seems like Jackson Holiday could be called up, which would be super sick to watch if he comes up like super late season and gets to, to join the team on a playoff run. Um, but but in terms of kind of what we're looking forward to and just the MLB season outside of the Padres, what do you guys like? What are you guys kind of excited about? Uh, whoever they call up for the September call-up, I hope they just get regular playing time at this point. I hope I Merrill comes up or whoever they bring up and they just get consistent reps so that they can build off something for next year. That's yep. That's really it. And hopefully Campy's injury is not too bad and he can just continuously get bats the entire month of September. Yeah, agreed, man. I mean, it feels like it's weird because you, you see what the player saying. Juan Soto says, like, you know, he said, I think it's too late, but we're going to keep playing as if it's not, which is great. Like, I'm happy you guys are going to keep keep trying. And even though it, it hasn't come to fruition so far to this point, I'm happy he's going to keep trying, even though he knows the likelihood's not there. Many this dude thinks they have a like 35% chance or something because he just keeps saying, like, there's still a lot of baseball left. There's still time. It's like, bro, there's not that much time. There's not as much time as you think. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I as far as, like, the rest of the season goes in the NL, uh, yeah, I think it's going to come down to the Phillies, Braves, and uh, Dodgers. Um, those are going to be the teams that I think will have the best chance to win the World Series out of the NL. Um, and then the AL, I'm going to be going for the Mariners. Yeah, the Orioles are a really fun team, but – I can't help but, you know, go for that one team that is super entertaining come July and August, and they go in as one of the hottest teams in baseball. They got Luis Castillo. They got J-Rod, guys that have been producing for them as of late to help them go on these crazy win streaks that you so desperately wish the Padres could go on. Um, I'll be going for the Mariners for sure, but other than that, I, I'll tell you what, I cannot wait for the season from hell to be over. I want it to be over so, so bad. I, I am looking forward to August to October 1st when the Padres season is over. It's just like 2021. I could not wait for the last day of the season. From August onward, I could not wait for the last day of the season because it was so evident that they're just not a playoff team. And this year, I mean, if, unless they pull off some sort of miracle where they win 20 games of their next 24, I I can't help but feel like, I'm happy it's finally coming to an end because I've I had hope all from the end of May to the end of July and August is when it took a nosedive and I just don't really care no more. So like I didn't even watch today's game. I only went yesterday because I was forced, but I mean it was still fun nonetheless. Um, but uh, other than that, you know, I'm looking forward to like football, fantasy football. Um, we're all in the league together. If you guys have drafted, you guys. How many people are watching? 34? Quite a few of you probably drafted this weekend if you're in a league. Send us your teams if you want to. We'll grade them. Uh, if you want any advice, we'll, we'll let you know. But, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to football. And just, Our word is not set in stone. If that fails, don't blame us. Yeah, exactly. But, um, you know, if um, if the Padres somehow make the playoffs, man, I'll be, I'll be on the edge of my seat cheering my ass off just like last year. So, um I hope so, Ace. I hope so, bro. I hope so. I mean, 
I'd do anything for it. I would love to see them go 20 and four. I want to see the Padres in October. It was so fun last year. I, I dread that I won't be able to see it this year. No, that's dude, that's super fair. Cause like I was so pumped too. Cause I was like, we got playoff baseball. It was amazing last year. I went, I went to the, two of the Mets games. It was sick. And I wasn't even in San Diego, but it was still sick to see them in the playoffs to watch them in the playoffs. Like all of that was awesome. So it is very disheartening when you watch this season. You're like, oh, like this is this is not what I was hoping to see. Um, I think I think outside of that, like I, I tweeted this out the other day. Matthew Batten, Luis Campusano. Let's let's see uh, the injury first, but they need to get at bats every day. Now I know Batten's not like some like marquee prospect or anything, but he's played pretty well this year in limited at bats. Might as well throw him out there. What? Also, why is Matt Carpenter still getting at bats? That makes no sense. Like, that is maybe the dumbest thing I've seen like Dude. all year. Like, I've, out of anything. Sorry, I'm breaking the rotation, but like, you know, we all know it's AJ Preller just trying to justify what, like, he's trying to get those garbage time numbers for Matt Carpenter, where you can say, "Oh, we didn't pay him that much, and he produced okay," when in reality, he's been one of the worst players in all of baseball. Um, all we've heard all, all throughout our time as a as a YouTube channel is like, no matter who gets hired as a manager, AJ Preller always has final say, whether it be of the lineup, pitching decisions, whatever it is. For some reason, this guy, who has not managed a single game in his life, I had never even heard of him until he started man until he started uh managing the Padres. Um is having final say of some of the biggest decisions, whether it be in the clubhouse and the lineup, whatever it is. But you just have to know that. I think we all know it's, it's got to be AJ Preller just trying to plug in this guy. Yeah, no, I, th- I think that's true. So I um, I think final kind of points to hit on. One, let's let's get some young guys up here. Let's get Matt Carpenter out of the lineup. I, w- I would like to see that. I would be more excited to see that. Now, maybe they're going to wait a little bit. I don't know what what the point of bringing Matt Carpenter into the lineup is. I'd rather have Matthew Batten DH. I'd rather have Campisano DH. I I saw someone bring up that they should bring up Tierso. I'd rather ha- dude. I'd rather have him DH. I'd rather have anyone DH than Matt Carpenter. I think it is the dumbest move to have him up here. Um, and now Ace did ask this question, so you know I bring up kind of you want to see some young guys in there. You want to see some stuff like that. But Ace asked, guys, serious question: Do you think we'll be good next year? I think it's way too early to tell. I, I I think we do not know. I think that if AJ Preller is the, is the GM, and I think a lot of people have kind of just like kind of decided, yeah, they're not going to fire him. I don't think that's set in stone, guys. Like, I I rejected my season tickets for next year. Many others are going to reject their season tickets from for next year. And you start looking at, it and they're they're going to be like, this was a disaster. We've had two massive disasters in three years, and they look back on it and they go, maybe it's time to make a change. And maybe that is the case. If AJ Pillar's GM, I'm going to be a lot more hesitant to just be like, yeah, I think they're going to be a playoff team. Way more hesitant than I think we have ever been before. Because when we started, the Potters were not very good. When we started doing this, the Potters were not very good. And we've seen them kind of rise up, but not really. Like, not really rise up. Like, rise up in like, kind of like status of a team but not really like in terms of record besides one year like so i I think that's the interesting part of it so 
I, I think that like when you ask the question of like, will they be good next year? It is so up in the air. We have to see the full off season before we can truly look at this team and be like, are they going to be good? Are they even going to be better? It, it's hard to tell because right now, like if you say yes, like you can talk about Bogarts, Machado, Tatis improving, but that's not going to tell the whole story. That's not going to be, it's not going to be a realistic expectation for the Padres team. So that's the final question I think we'll rock with today, but what do you guys think kind of looking into next year, looking into the end of this year, what do you think about this squad? To the end of this year. Both of them. Next year, I think it just really depends on who we bring back, who do we sign, what does our depth look like, do we develop the right guys? Do we give them shots? I mean, we are promoting some prospects really aggressively. Like, Salas is already in, what was it? He's not in double A, right? He's in the 10 caps? Or did he get promoted to the missions? I can't remember. I remember a few of them got promoted to the missions for the playoff run. So there's a lot of – there's been a few pitchers in the missions right now pitching really well in the playoffs. And – the Padres want if they think they've you know they've promoted nicely, hell, they might be fighting for a spot during spring training. I mean, next year is kind of really hard to tell just from right now, because you might lose your only lefty pitcher, and that's not a good thing. Having a rotation of all righties with no variation, that's not going to do. That's not good. You need at least what I, my preference is. You need two lefties. We've only had one all year. And he's a Cy Young. And we're about to lose our best pitcher. So it's really hard to say. This year, I think it's over. I don't think we're going 20-4. and four. I don't think we got the pitching to do it. Our bullpen's been rocky. And we're on a hot streak right now until the inevitable comes tomorrow. Jace, you know, I think you put it perfectly, man. Um, we got to wait and see who, who they bring back tomorrow to uh... – Hey, bro, this ain't a Dodgers hat, bro. Ace, this is not a Dodgers hat, bro. It's a Marlins hat. All right? Let's chill out. I would never rock that. I promise you that. You ever see me rocking that? I will stop being on this channel. I promise. But um, I do think, I do think, just going based off what I expect from the lineup, I expect the lineup to be better next year. I don't expect them to have a historically low average with runners in scoring position. I don't expect every single one of your stars to be below their their usual OPSs and home runs, whatever it is. I just can't see that happening again. And if it happens again, it's maybe time to clean house or something after next year. I don't know what, but realistically, I just don't see that happening again. Um, so as far as lineup production goes, yes, I do expect it to be better. But what's so frustrating about this year is that Constantly, the Padres have, have had one of the best rotations in baseball um, and nothing to show for it. When you have one of the best rotations in, in baseball, you're usually one of the best teams in baseball. You know, all these theory, theorems, whatever they use to do expected wins and losses, have the Padres as one of the best teams in baseball. Maybe they're unlucky. Maybe they're just not good. I don't know. I think it's a combination of both. I think they have been one of the unluckiest teams in baseball, but I also think that I've seen very poor at-bats. Too many times they've grounded out into double plays in big situations, and 
they're never able to come up with a big run when it's needed. They're not clutch. Um, so, like I said, I do expect the lineup to be better next year. But as far as the rotation goes, yeah, losing Blake Snell, it's it's not good. Seeing a decline from you, Darvish, is not good. Like, we're going to have to develop and sign guys to to the rotation. You know, you got Yamamoto coming from, from Japan that I think would be a, a fantastic signing. But then you need a lefty also. So, um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I do think we'll be better next year. I don't think this team will be out of a playoff spot. But if they are, you got to start looking at – I think A.J. Pearl is a problem anyway. I think I think if they don't start really taking a, a, a full nose, a full hard approach into analytics and trying to get these guys help when they're struggling um, – they're going to be a bad baseball team again. They're going to be a team that doesn't win 90 games again. Because the teams that invest in that do win a lot of baseball games. It's shown time and time and time again. But um, I hope they're better next year, and I do think they will be. That's why, I mean, the people that I've talked to that have renewed their season tickets, they said that's why they're doing it. But um, I can't exactly promise you that that's, that's going to be the case, considering, like, although we can expect a bounce back from the lineup, do we expect another starting rotation to be a top five rotation again? You know, I feel like that's always, that's always the question with this, with the Padres is like, all right, what's going to fall apart with these AJPLR teams? Like what's going to be the issue? Cause 2021, it wasn't the lineup. It wasn't the bullpen. It was the starting rotation was absolutely terrible. Like that was the issue. So now we, we move forward and the rotation's amazing. But the, the bullpen was amazing the first two, three months, and then they completely fell off. And the lineup was atrocious the first three, four months, and then they heated up a little bit. And then they've kind of cooled down lately, but, like, they were good for a while. But it's, like, it was always something for the reason, like, why they weren't playing that great. And now it's, like, now you look up and you're, you're five and a half out of wild card spot, which doesn't sound like a crazy amount, but it doesn't feel that great. You know, like it, it, like you know that it's kind of like you're kind of dead in the water at this point. So, um, yeah, I feel like, bro, Isaac, Isaac you're getting we pressed go again. Here we're hat, bro. It's a Marlins hat. <laughs> like I said, I would never, ever, ever in my life rock a Dodgers hat, bro. I literally, I'm like allergic to that shit. So. You better not let the, the, let the group chat hear this because they're going to make you wear that as a punishment if you ever get last in fantasy football. I oh, that, that's a good one to make me wear Dodgers. That would be really good. Matt, you better hope they don't listen to this hey, episode either. They're going to dress your ass in Dodgers. That's a great punishment, bro. If if I were to get last, you guys could make me go to a Padre Dodger game in just a Dodger uni and a hat. That's actually pretty good. But – Otherwise, you will never catch me wearing that crap. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, man, I mean, I think it's over for the Padres. And that's not why I'm wearing a different hat. I just wanted to wear a different hat today. Yeah, all right. I think you can you can prove it next time we record. You'll, you'll wear a Padres hat. Yeah, guaranteed to, I, to I, make amends. Well, yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. I, I feel like that's probably it for tonight. Um, thanks for hopping on. It's been a little bit. We will. I think we're gonna. Our plan is to do the Sunday Sunday morning streams. I'll post something in like the community thing and YouTube and Twitter, whatever that is. Um, 
to put that out there. But I, I think that's probably going to do it for today. Chase, Isaac, anything else you want to add before we take off, though? Um, yeah, but it's not PG-13. <laughs> well, what is it? I want to hear it now. <laughs> no, I can't say it on here. All right, all right. So maybe one day we'll hear what Isaac has to say. I'm assuming it's it's probably very angry towards. It's Xander. It's about Xander. It's about Xander. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's how that's... much I don't like him. I'm being genuine. That's how much I don't like him right now. It's fair, dude. Don't worry. Um, if anyone if anyone follows us on Twitter, very soon when when he has a bad day, because I know today he got some inflated numbers because he had three hits. When he has a bad game, because I have to time this right, guys. This is this is what we have to do. Yeah. I'm gonna put his season stats next up, like up next to Eric Cosmer's, and That's you're gonna be like, "Oh God, oh God, these are identical." Oh my, oh. He grounded the more double plays and hit less home runs. Holy shit. Because that's what's happened. That's what's happened at this point. He has two more double plays and he has like four less home runs. It's it's scary. So I'll, I'll keep the Xander Slander going. I don't I don't mind that, Isaac. But all right, guys. I, I think we'll we'll take off for now. Um we'll talk to y'all soon. We'll put some stuff out. We'll talk about MLB playoffs in general. I think that'll be a fun thing. We'll talk about football. We'll do all that when we do the, the Sunday morning streams. And at least for Padre fans now, we do get some football next weekend. So that's a very positive thing as well. So um, we'll we'll probably be back next Sunday. We'll, we'll put some stuff out this week, I think. Um, and, yeah, uh, hopefully hopefully somehow, some way this team comes through. But don't expect it. Don't, don't be super pumped about it because I don't want anyone to feel – like how we felt all season long where it's like, oh, yeah, we have a chance. Oh, we don't. Oh, we have a chance. Oh, we don't. So, yeah, I think it's going to do it. But uh, have a great night, everyone. Uh, good good uh, series against the, the Giants, but hopefully there's more to come. But don't expect it. Get excited for football, and uh, we'll see you all soon. And uh, We'll be live next Sunday. See you all, and have a good night.